Welcome, welcome to Sci-Fi Guy. This is Will, this is Will, your host, and you've been listening to a Star Trek phaser, or should I, should I say Starfleet phaser, um, a hand phaser from the original series. That is the Star Trek original series, the Captain Kirk version, I guess you say, the Captain Kirk ray gun, should we say. And of course... We all know that sound, or at least I'd say most fans are definitely capable of identifying that sound. Of course, we have many different variations. We have the Next Generation. We have the movie versions. They're all what? They are all Starfleet ray guns. They are all Star Trek weapons of choice but what exactly are they you know that's the uh i guess that might be the the thing that everyone thinks they know and certainly many people do know but what exactly is a phaser well we know it's a laser uh weapon or laser-like weapon right we know it's an energy weapon it's not a photon torpedo you know it's not just a regular missile or regular torpedo it is an energy weapon okay um and it's interesting if you look in the official wikis they talk about what is it is it is it um a ray gun sort of the uh you know the classic science fiction version of a ray gun and it says the franchise depicts various weapons in which fit which fit the motif of the ray gun. The most prominent of these being the phaser. These directed energy weapons emit energy rather than than a projectile. A hand phaser can be set to stun or kill. Set phasers on stun or set phasers on fun, right? And if you look at science fiction uh, definitions of a ray gun, um, it's a directed energy weapon that releases energy usually with destructive effect. They have various alternate names, um, other than ray gun, a death ray, a beam gun, a blaster, a laser gun, a laser pistol, a phaser, or a zap gun. And I think the most recognizable in science fiction probably is the phaser. Then a blaster, maybe Star Wars as well. Of course, Star Wars is much more concerned with lightsabers, not phasers. So what exactly are they? All right, so from the wiki... Common and versatile phase energy, phased array or pulsed energy projectile weapons, first seen in the original Star Trek series, and later in almost all subsequent films and television spin-offs. They range in size from small arms to starship mountain weaponry. And it is pretty majestic, right? When you see the uh, Kirk's Enterprise or Picard's Enterprise, or the Defiant from Deep Space Nine, pretty damn, pretty damn badass. So um, to continue, they seem, though they seem to discharge in a continuous beam, close observation reveals that phasers actually discharge a stream of pulsed energy projectiles onto the target. Uh, phaser output can be adjusted in both area of effect and output. A typical hand phaser can be adjusted so that it will nearly shock or stun a living organism. While the effects of higher settings range from burning, disintegration, to true vaporization. 
This versatility means they can also be used as welding torches or cutting tools and create heat sources by firing at a large solid object. And of course, the heat uh, function, I guess, might best be remembered from the episode, episode uh, The Enemy Within, where uh, Sulu uh, was down on the uh, planet, the bitter cold freezing their butts off, and they used the phaser to to uh, heat up the rocks around them. So they made little, you know, li little hot rocks, little, little sort of uh, impromptu fireplaces, so to speak. And they did survive. It certainly wasn't fun, and it certainly wasn't easy, but they did survive. So again, you're talking about, of course, um, the most probably recognizable weapon in, in all of Star Trek, certainly in science fiction. Now, it goes on to say that lasers are a sidearm in the original Star Trek pilot. So in the cage, the you know, the first pilot, uh, laser pistols appear. Uh, and they also appear in several Star Trek the original series episodes. Though later, in Next Generation, they seem to indicate lasers used as a weapon was outdated. In one instance, the ship-mounted lasers of two spacecraft were incapable of overcoming even navigational shields of the USS Enterprise-D. And... Here is the sort of logic behind the original series creation with Gene Roddenberry for the phaser. This is according to the maker, the making of Star Trek. This is a book. According to the making, the making of Star Trek, Gene Roddenberry claimed that production staff realized that using laser technology would cause problems in the future as people came to understand what lasers could and could not do. This resulted in the move onto phasers on screen while letting lasers be known as a primitive weapon style. So once again, phasers, phased energy recidification, allowing you to do so many more things than, say, just a laser. The stunning but and the vaporization, the burning, and the, uh, the outright uh, destruction. Um... Interesting. There's also, of course, phase cannons. You know, those, of course, are for the uh, for the starships. Uh, phase cannons are twenty second century weapons. Several of which were first appear mounted to the Enterprise in Star Trek Enterprise. Oh, that yeah, that's for Archer ship. Phase cannons have a variable yield, with the cannons on the Enterprise being rated for a maximum output of five hundred gigajoules, equivalent to about one hundred and twenty tons of TNT. Phase cannons are more powerful generally than spatial torpedoes. So, of course, you have you know the phasers uh, for the uh, for the starships for the uh, for the actual vessels. And here's really something cool: uh, the Ferengi in the next gen first season episode, the Last Outpost, they used an energy whip. It looks and handles like a typical Earth bullwhip, though it discharges a it discharges a powerful phaser-like energy pulse. And they never pretty much used them later. Certainly, uh, uh, I don't remember any uh, Ferengi using their bull whips or their uh, their energy whips later. But that was certainly uh, certainly a original and uh, quite a great visual for the Ferengi, who were known as much more negotiators and businessmen than uh, than soldiers or mercenaries or uh, fighters. They're the deal makers, the deal makers and the deal breakers, right? Well, that's pretty much it. Um, I know many out there, including myself, I've collected phaser props and they are damn cool. I know the Wand Company is a British-based prop 
company maker and they, they make some great stuff and I know they made a great phaser remote. So though you might not be able to own a real phaser that works in the real or the, uh, the, the on-screen way, you could definitely buy a lot of great props to satiate your Star Trek obsession. I want to thank you guys for listening. As always, if you don't subscribe right now, you can do so. You can subscribe or in a free way or do the paid people, as I say, the uh, $4.99 that um, you get exclusives. Either or, you're going to get our stuff, and we really love hearing from you. We love the feedback. Live long and prosper. We'll see you soon.